Before the fall, when we lived on Earth and not in these space stations, there was so much waste. We've all seen the pictures and videos of New York, Beijing, and so many other cities. Well, I just got word that we will be manufacturing new materials from our recycled plastic waste. Now, obviously, this is exciting because it's been a long time since we've gotten a new shipment from Tango Station. But it's our responsibility to not repeat the mistakes of the past. This is only possible because we've been so diligent with saving every scrap of recycled material. We interrupt this scheduled broadcast for a breaking news update from the Sticky Buttons podcast. Hi, this is Brandon. And this is Blake. And this is the Sticky Buttons pod. It's a pretty chill video game podcast where we talk about the games that we love. And dude, I have not seen you in forever. What is it up, has, my friend? It has been a while, Blake. It really has. A lot has been up, man. I got to really fill you in. I've been playing a lot of Dragon Quest and Need for Speed Hot Pursuit on the Switch. Mainly Switch because that's the only console I've had time to play these days with all my schoolwork and uh, just having to go to work and stuff. It's a really uh, versatile console, really powerful console. Shout out to the Switch. I've been playing exclusively Switch for like three months. It feels like three months, but it's really only been like, it's only been like two and a half months because I've been, I've been living out of my suitcase. <laughs> Dude, how's that been? How's that whole experience been? Just living out of your suitcase. I, I know you've told me you wanted to like head back to the city a couple of times, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, what is it's, it like? It's a kind of a toss up because obviously like, being safe and like having everyone be safe um is like number one priority you know because it's like i have um like my roommates in new york and i have to like be courteous of them so i have to like make sure that i'm quarantining in a place for two weeks before i go back which i have been and then i have aaron's family which aaron is my girlfriend's so i have my girlfriend's family and i also had previously i had my family or so like my mom dad and sister so like obviously like that like being safe in COVID is like number one priority and then like after that it's kind of like it's tough because you're not in your own space but like you're also like a guest but honestly man like just getting to see everybody in this like day and age is such a blessing and I'm totally willing to like give up my own space in order to be with the people that I love and that is just uh, thankfully that's a blessing that I have which is something that not a lot of people have and not a lot of people are okay with you risking to like be on public transportation, like whether it be a flight or a train to go see them. Yeah, definitely. That's a real risk these days, man. And like, if you're going to catch it anywhere, it'll probably be like on a plane or, you know, in that enclosed space, you know, that enclosed cabin or in a subway car, you know, the subway isn't the most sanitary of places. Um, Although the MTA does clean it, uh, once a day, well, twice a day in the beginning and in the end. Um, it's risky, man. It's it's scary right now. The pandemic is still going strong. We found out about this new strain, the UK strain. And that's, that's some really scary stuff, man. Um, what have you heard about that, if anything? So yeah, actually, man, my, uh, I don't want to get like too much into this about my personal life, but my, the parent company, the company I work for, they're based out of the UK. And all I know is that they have pretty much 
like exclusively been working from home for like, I mean, not like, I mean, obviously like everybody or most people are working from home, but like they have been on lockdown. That's the word I was trying to say. They've been on lockdown two or three more times than we have out there in the UK. So definitely like shouts out and prayers up to them. But I mean, we really just got to all, you know, focus on the, the micro, you know, keeping everybody in your own like group safe and yeah doing what you can doing what you can i like that i like that that makes me it makes me think about you know need for speed and um that great transition there about just racing and like sometimes i go a little too fast and i'm trying to keep up but it's it's futile because i have no control i will like crash into everything and like run into a car and end up in last place um it happens too often man i am not too good at being a racer i find that i'm a better cop it's uh so you've been playing need for speed hot pursuit that's right oh (laughs) my gosh dude that's funny the whole premise behind that one is that you know you have the scpd um (laughs) what is what does that stand for (laughs) do you know um Something County Police Department. <laughs> I'm not sure what county it is, but it's uh, it's a police department that has a lot of funding because they have super expensive cars for these <laughs> cops to stop racers in. Um, and you get like road spikes and you get to like call these units to stop people. Um, overall, just a really fun game. And I'm sure a lot of people have had experiences with Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. It's just a classic. So you, you've played this before, right? Yeah, I have played it before on the good old PlayStation 2. Nice. That was, they, um, they ported it to Switch? They actually have since remade the game a couple times on like newer consoles. Um, and I guess they just put like the newest version on the Switch. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. The Switch is honestly, they've had so many like good ports and... Dude, you know what's it's funny that you are that you're playing this. You've probably been playing this for like would you say like two week, two, three weeks now? Need for speed hot pursuit, yeah. Only a few weeks. Dude, you know what it's funny? I have like in the back of my mind, all I can think about is PlayStation 2. Isn't that weird? I I mean like I kind of knew that you were playing it, but I didn't know it was a, a PlayStation 2 game. That's Dude, nuts. It, it's not weird, especially considering the fact that you got a PlayStation 2 pretty recently. I bet well, you're. I have two PlayStation Twos now, man. I could I could lend you one. <laughs> you got you got a PS4 altogether, right there. <laughs> if you add them up, actually, I got a PSP too. So technically, I got the PS5. <laughs> you tried it with that one. Like, you tried it with that one, but the PSP <sighs> handheld. And man, I I missed the PSP. That was such such a good little console. Can we talk about those cartridges? Those little Dude, like, they weirded me out. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I didn't like having to open up the back, but I mean, it is what it is. How long did when did you get your PSP? I got my PSP, I must have been like 13, 12 years old. Um, and yeah, man, I remember just opening the back of that like console. It's kind of like a little sports car, you just like pop it open, you put your cartridge in there close it back up and like the cartridge is like it has a little disc which reminds Mm -hmm. me of the gamecube 
like the little disc for the GameCube, but it's sealed in like this uh, kind of white casing. Um, and and yeah, man, I, I like the design of the PSP. I don't know why PlayStation stopped, you know, using that model. And they stopped making handhelds. Yeah, man. Dude, honestly, like it just looks so sick. Like one of the things that I always like, I just love the way it looks. And I love the way that it feels because it's got like the one joystick and then the D-pad and like the buttons. But like when you look at it long ways, you can see the the L and the R through the glass on the on the bumpers. Yeah. And I love that. I thought that was like so slick. And it just like kind of has this like, at least for me, like I mean, like I know it's like like 20 teens kind of vibe, but it just got like this like retro kid vibe for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I still have mine. You still have yours? What is that charger again? What does that charger look like? I'm kind of curious. Is it just oh, a man. micro USB? Um, it's like the, it's got the like AC. It's like an AC something, something adapter. And it's just like a yellow. Oh, it's got like a yellow tip to it. It's just like a, just like a charging tip. It's like about like the end of your, Man, I'm really describing this bad, but it's old. <laughs> it's it's some old technology, <laughs> some old hardware. Okay, this is a better way. This is a better way to say it. Imagine an aux cord, but instead of it going into something, there's something inside the aux cord, and then there's a, a hard metal ring case that goes around the aux, and that is like your power cable, and that goes inside a hole inside your PSP. Okay, so it's like a circular port. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, like a, yeah, that's a better way to say it. I don't know why, but for some reason I was in, imagining kind of like a micro USB port, but yeah. Honestly, no. dude, the USB Cs, they're great. I love those. I think I mean obviously that's the way of the future, but those are so nice. Yeah, they are seamless and like I mean we're using USB Cs right now. Is is MacBook is Mac going back to like the old setups? I, I, I think I saw something about that where they were like kind of return to the like regular pin chargers i'm I'm not sure i might be i might be like these kind of chargers right here with the magnet yeah yeah boy i love these magnets i said it once before on the pod the magnets baby (laughs) i love those (laughs) i was reading somewhere that they might do that man here i'm gonna be honest with you this is why i love the this is why i love the the magnets this is a a story time from Blake when he was in college, I went and got some food in the uh, one of our mess halls. I guess that's not it's a weird way to say it. Like one of the places where you go and get food, and there's like all the kids, and they're like working on their stuff, but you can also get food there. Yeah. And I, it was like Sunday morning, I was getting Taco Bell. I'm assuming <laughs> you know that I was your boy was uh, he was hungover, and he like definitely walked into somebody's cord. And you know what happened? Nothing because of the magnet. It just, <laughs> just, <yeah. laughs> just came off. Didn't but pull if it wasn't a magnet, would have been. That would have been an yeah. expensive Sunday for me. If it was a snug USB C in there, <laughs> oh, Blake, you would have been in for one right there. <laughs> yeah, I honestly like my girlfriend has one, and every time I see her like set it on the bed, I'm just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that, like it just makes me nervous. Because I feel like the US, like if something happens, the USB-C, I feel like it's going to snap inside the laptop. Like, I feel like the uh, cord, I, feel, I mean, like, I maybe it's an unrealistic fear, 
but I feel like that's going to happen every time I see it. I could definitely see that. I mean, it's really, it's a really thin, like, you know, port, you know, but it could, it could theoretically bend a little in there. I think it's probably not that likely, but I guess that's just like a irrational tech fear of mine, but and no, I- dude. Let me tell you, can I, I'm going to transition this. Dude, I've had a day. I've had a day. Dude, tell me about it. You were, you were texting me about it earlier. Let's hear about it. So this is like, just like, I feel like every now and then you just have one of those days in your life where you're like, wow, like things are just happening. Like, it's not like good or bad, but like things are just like happening to you. Like whether like decisions like pay off or like whatever it is, I feel like my whole day, like my heart has just been like racing. And I feel like, um, I feel like I've just had a good day, man. I had a good day. I listened basically in the middle of my day. I'll, uh, I'll kind of cut to that. I had a, I listened to an interview um, with one of my favorite artists and his name is John Belly. And I'll, I'll link the, I'll link the interview in this, in the show notes here, but it's basically a podcast and he just talks about like his life, how he got started off and I mean, it was just really cool. I mean, I love like getting a chance to listen to like my favorite artists and how they express themselves and how they view art. And I was just all about it. So that was like a very good, like mellow thing to do while I was like just doing my nine to five. But uh, woke up today, woke up to my first alarm, which, you know, sometimes that doesn't always happen. Sometimes you can't get yourself out of bed, first alarm. And I decided to to take a look at my, uh, my little investments, my a little U.S. stock apps, and uh, boom, I was up like 300% in AMC, baby. Not to brag. Whoa, brag. yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I was seeing that on the journal, like AMC, and not only AMC, GameStop also. Yeah, so yeah, so like crazy, sort is crazy. So basically, I sold that shit because it's all luck, and that that move had nothing to do with real real stock values. <laughs> So I'm going to, I'm going to curve us into a little Blake's stock and finance quarter here. <laughs> Let's get to it, man. Our, um, our fans would love this. I hope so. Cause I just feel like I just am talking to myself here, <laughs> <laughs> but so if you are, um, if you're in the, in the video game world, you'll probably have noticed that GameStop stock like shot up so much. It's crazy. Um, it, Honestly, it was like $10 a share and I think it was like over a hundred. So like, that's like a crazy, a crazy amount of returning. It's like 10, yeah, thousand, thousand. Last I checked, it's like at 300 bucks. Oh, wow. 370 high today. Well, I guess I'll, I'll pull it up for you. I'll pull it up for everybody here. Um, It's um, crazy stuff, man. It's so crazy that the Biden administration uh, went to Jerome Powell, the the guy who's um, mm-hmm. in charge of He's like in charge of the Fed. Fed. He and they were like, "Hey, what do you think is happening here?" And he was like, "I have no comment." He did. Oh, poor guy. I mean, no, I mean, like he definitely knows what's up. So I'll I'll give you guys like a quick like rundown of why this happened. Basically, if like honestly, like I'm just a guy, so like you don't have to listen to me. And I would feel weird if people like, I mean, like, I don't know, just you can listen to me, but I don't want to, I mean, like you have to take ownership of your own actions is, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And if you, if you choose to, to 
make a financial decision based on what I say. Like, I'm just a guy. So like, I'm just prefacing it with that. Basically <laughs> what I would recommend to literally anybody is stay the absolute fuck away from these. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in January of this year, GameStop stock was up around $67, which is absolutely ridiculous. And it shouldn't have even been that high because it's been trading in December before all this happened. It was like $16 and it's been like $12 in November. And it basically, it's pretty much been around like it it, under $10 is pretty much where the stock has been over the last couple of years, because it's kind of like a blockbuster thing. They have all these brick and mortar stores. I mean, obviously you've probably heard this a million times. Um, There's really, there's really no reason for this to be this high. Basically some actual business shit happened and somebody, when it was really low in the the COVID-19 era, somebody came in and they bought a lot of it and enough to basically change the board of directors. And he, they basically decided they're going to change the um, direction of the company to online, which is, I mean, obviously for all of us that like to like, go to like our local and like retro like gaming stores, like try to support the local businesses um, is kind of what we've said on this before, but um, basically, yeah, th- that was their direction. And then that, when that happened, the stock like doubled. So then basically a lot of people shorted it cause they're like, Oh, it's like, it's a dying store, which, so this is like a complicated stock thing. So basically somebody was taking a bet, that it was so when so that it was going to go down so when you buy a stock no matter what happens to the price of that stock you still own that one share even if like it goes bankrupt and there's like all these things like options and like there's all kinds of ways that you can trade based on the stock price without having to front the initial cash to own the stock which like an option for example is you are buying the option to buy the stock and it expires, it has an expiration date. And if it, and like at the expiration, if it has no value, it has no value. So it's all very complicated. And I'm, like I said, I'm trying to like sum this up pretty quick. Basically it got caught in a cash sweep. And there was also like online organizers that were also um, perpetuate, perpetuating this. So like, obviously like, um, yeah, like there's there's a lot of other news stories Reddit. out there. And if you're interested, <laughs> you should definitely look it up. If you're interested in this at all, like if you're in- interested in this at all, like definitely take up some other sources other than myself. But basically because of that, people on the internet yeah. were able to quote unquote artificially inflate GameStop stock price because of like um, nostalgia and other means. Like if you have enough people. So basically if you don't know how a stock price rises, when you go to buy it and you hit buy, it's like at a price and there are all kinds of like buying options, like limit buys and stuff like that, where people are like, oh, I want to buy for this. And I or like, let's say if it's at $10 and someone's like, oh, I want to make sure that I get this, I'm going to put in $10 and one cent. And basically it kind of, it's like a exponential on that level. Um, so that's kind of how that, that's how stock prices yeah. rise. So anyways. This stock basically is, has gotten artificially inflated. Um, 
and a lot of it is, I mean, honestly, yeah. there this is this is very new to the market because of um, places like Robinhood yeah. and other trading sites that like if you have a social security number, you can have a trading account. And that's, which obviously not everybody yeah. in the world has a social security number, but if you're in the U S you can have, you can have one of these accounts. So that is something that in the 21st century, yeah, that is very awesome because that gives a lot of people. And I'm going to use air quotes here in the quote unquote, lower class quote unquote, people that have less money and less capital and it gives them the ability to invest in these kind of things. Like, for example, I have a TD Ameritrade account. You have to put at least $50 in to even create the account. And if you don't have $50 and you want to buy a $10 stock, yeah. like you're kind of out of luck. But I, there's Robinhood, which I'm not like, obviously they make their money. Like you have, like they make money. So they are not a nonprofit. You have to like do research in this if you're interested um, basically Robinhood lets you create a free account. And they also have a thing where if you sign up for Robinhood, you get a free stock. And if you recommend somebody, you both get a free stock. So it's kind of like they're trying to, they're trying to lower the entry cost. And when you lower the entry cost and you lower the barrier yeah. to get into an economic good, more people are in it and therefore it changes. Whew. Wow. Out of breath now. <laughs> economics on the economics pod. on the so, pod the, the reason that a lot of people are freaking out about this is because there were online organizers that were able to artificially manipulate stock price which let me like let me be clear the banks and like hedge funds have been doing this for years like yeah a, a very long time so very long a lot time. of people in like are just freaking out because it's a change in the status quo and people were like, oh my God, we have the power to do this. Yeah. And they did it. And then they did it again with AMC. Yeah. Uh, I think they might have done it with another one. Like, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, there, there's a couple more. Yeah, there I saw are a couple like more names on, this, on the journal article. People are also doing this, this too. So, I mean, this is honestly like a very, I mean, this is this word. I, I feel like a, a weirdo just saying this word. It's like, unprecedented like this has never happened before so it's very interesting and like i was super yeah. i i was very happy today because i was i was able to sell my stock for like a 300 plus return <laughs> dude we would we were talking about amc and i was like Blake, well, like, so I don't here's think the thing it's a good idea like and like no, i have no. now at this point i have no idea to know if that bet would have paid off but so I bought it for less than $5 a share. And the reason that I bought it originally was because I went into their 10K document, which is their annual financial document. And I was like, oh, hey, their biggest expense is the licensing to show new movies. And I was like, well, they're not showing new movies right now. So therefore, they don't have to pay their biggest expense. And they also like their expenses for their buildings, like the rent, that was about 20% of their revenue and I was like well that's like that's pretty textbook what you should pay so I was like I definitely don't know what they're worth but I think they're worth more than five I was like they're probably worth like seven to ten and I'm like I'm 27 yeah. years old I can I can wait a couple quarters to see like but I was also like in the back of my mind 
It was like, if they go bankrupt, it's not going to be worth anything. So I only, I didn't put very much in it. So like, and like, that has not changed. Yeah. So like, <laughs> that has not changed. So like the stock price should reflect that. But since it's not, it's not intrinsic, which means that it is not reflecting the true value of the company in like terms of profitability and stuff like that. Whew. So, wow. I mean, that was a lot. I'm glad that I have um, like the, I guess the, um, the experience and education to, to hopefully be able to explain that to some people. Cause I know a lot of, I'm sure that like, if you are listening to a video game podcast, you've heard about the GameStop stock. And I would, I mean, honestly, this isn't going to come out for a couple of weeks, but just, I would just stay away from those. Your, your money, if you are looking to investors, a lot of better places that you can invest in. Definitely. Um, I heard Black also Blackberry was one of them. One yeah, of I think stocks. The Bed, Bed Bath & Beyond maybe was another one. Dude, this is like really, really weird, you know, just embellish it, kind of piggybacking on that. Like hedge funds really do this. And I'm curious to see what they're going to do to kind of, you know, curb that behavior because they have the resources to do so. So... I'm very curious to see what's going to happen from here on out, man. I mean, a 301% increase on fucking AMC, excuse my French, um, is just insane. And I'm really excited. Actually, yeah, so in, in case you can't, I mean, our, our brains are kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to visualize like that kind of returns. Um, but basically, if you double something, that's a 100% return. So it, it tripled, which, so I. That's, that's like a six. So mm-hmm. you doubled it. So I three times. I originally, I mean, like, this is just like a rough number. And like, obviously like, I mean, take from this what you will, like I'm not bragging or anything. Like I am blessed to be to, I mean, I, I work a nine to five so I can have this kind of stability. Um, I put like 200 plus dollars in this, which is like, is substantial if you're like this could go bankrupt <laughs> but yeah i mean i mean no that's yeah. that's a risk I, but you're I in, was you're able to best. today i i like cash out for like over 700 but like the thing is you also have to pay taxes on this stuff and i i was like kind of talking to somebody i was like do i even sell this because i was like i don't know like so this is another thing i had planned on holding this stock for a long time and therefore, I never anticipated paying taxes on it. So this is something that like, if you didn't know about this, this you're going to be like, fuck Trump, <laughs> which not to make this too political. But so with the taxes <laughs> in the United States, there's like short term and long term taxes. If you hold or if you hold a stock for over a year, so over one year, it's considered long, a long investment. And with the Trump administration, you did not have to pay taxes on that. So how many of Trump's buddies have had held stocks for longer than one year that they didn't have to pay taxes on those? And like, obviously, yes, that helped a lot of other people as well. A lot of other people that would have normally had to pay taxes on, on stuff, they, they were able to retire. So like that, obviously that helps everybody. And like the current economics, like opinion of the United States yeah. is that's called trickle down to where it helps the people at the top. It helps the people in the middle. It helps yeah. the people in the bottom. 
obviously that's just an opinion. Everybody has their own opinions. Like, anyways. <laughs> yeah, everybody Thank has, for a, making everybody has opinions and that is just, just one. So like, it could be wrong. And yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm just one guy. Brandon is just one guy. The people in charge, they're just people and they make mistakes. And a lot of them, in my opinion, are uninformed about economic policies, but that's neither here nor there. But so basically, <laughs> little basically shot if you own <laughs> stock for less than one year, it's considered a short. And because I've only had it for a couple months, I'm going to have to pay taxes on that. But like the Biden administration has not come out and said what those taxes are. So it's very possible that like, for example, the banks could or the hedge funds and the people that have had this power previously, they could really lobby and get that to be insane. So I am going to have to, I do not know what tax I'm going to have to pay on that, which is a, a little bit scary, but because I mean, you never know. <laughs> it's the price, and the price you pay for taking like, risks. I could be investigated I mean, by the SEC. I mean, obviously probably, I probably won't be because I'm just one guy and I made like 500 bucks. Yeah, it's not that much for them to be like, whoa, what are you doing? But there was a guy on that note, started off at 50K. So I, I was on Reddit. I was mm-hmm. in the subreddit, the same subreddit that kind of got, is getting these things to blow up. This one guy was sharing, he started with 50K um, and now he's at 22 million something crazy so if you crazy uh, jump. like if you were on if you don't know what we mean by the sec that's a government agency that regulates um trades and when you have trades like that it's like 50k to, to a couple hundred million they investigate those and they're like did you have inside information on this kind of thing and that's that is illegal unless you're a senator in the united states which is super fucked that our senators can inside trade and we can't but our senators have a lot of power. Just but do, that's you, a do your research. For I mean, day. I feel like we kind of went from a video game podcast to <laughs> political podcast. But hey, that's the environment we're in, man. Because I mean, we're all in a pandemic. A lot of us are at home, and that's why a lot of these investors, you know, mm-hmm. got on Discord, got on Twitter, got on Reddit, and started communicating and. You know, a lot of these newbie investors came together and and did what hedge funds do. And I think I think it's a beautiful thing to, you know, see people kind of exercise their power as a group and and organize themselves kind of like decentralization. It's exciting to see. Um, I just like I said, (laughs) we'll we'll see where it goes from here. I mean, this episode is going to drop a little bit after. So we'll be able to kind of gauge where we'll be a little better. Um, yeah, definitely. And, and if you have any questions, I mean, if you have questions app. about this or like video games in general, like we would love to talk to you guys about video games. But if like, if I mean, if this is what you guys have questions about, like, feel free to email us. It's at the sticky buttons, or it's not. It's the sticky buttons pod at gmail.com We're also on Instagram at the sticky buttons pod. Yeah, like. I mean, I don't really know how, I don't know how that works. I don't know how I set up our account. I think you should be able to DM us. You should be, should be able to. I mean, yeah, we'd love to, love to talk about it um, on the pod with you guys, but yeah, just like stay safe out there. Like definitely like try to like, or 
try to, if you are looking to make a financial decision, try and do as much research as possible. You know, there are so many resources available to you out there. And one thing that you have to be careful with, you always have to say, who's providing this information to me? Are they going to get something out of it? And like with financial information, yeah, it is, it is very hard to, for places, especially online to, to stay objective. Like, for example, I personally trust the Wall Street Journal because I am paying them a subscription. So I know that like millions of people pay for, pay for this subscription so that that's how they're able to get your resources. If you don't know, maybe you should just ask yourself that and just be careful. Like there's just so much misinformation and there's so many agendas. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like, Seriously. I could talk for hours about financial advice. And I normally try not to because the thing is, is everybody has their own opinions and everybody thinks they're right, which is, and like with stocks, like there's so many like, yeah. douchebags out there that are like, oh, I think this is going to go up. And like you like very physically put your money where your mouth is and somebody's going to be right and somebody's going to be wrong. So no matter how you slice it, there's an up and there's yep. a down. They're going to be it's completely random. Nobody knows. Cause if so, if the person, like if you, if the, if somebody really knew it was going to happen tomorrow, they wouldn't tell anybody and they'd be the richest person in the world. So that's, that's that we're going <laughs> to try and stay that's away from, I mean, unless you guys have like specific questions, we're probably going to try and stay away from that for, for a little bit try and stay away from the stocks and the, you know, I mean, I don't know if you feel any different about this, Brandon, but I mean, like, obviously, like you said, it's the climate that we're in, but I feel like to not like at least address these things briefly would feel disingenuine. No, it really would, especially, you know, we started off with GameStop and um, I, it kind of makes me sad, man. Just thinking about losing yeah. GameStop, you know, the, the brick and mortar GameStop that I, you know, was able to just go and like, just the other day, I, you know, I, was saying how my switch dock messed up and GameStop came in clutch my local gaming retailer who I do try mm -hmm. to support I always go to my local business first um they just didn't have it also when I was looking for Dragon Quest 11 um a little bit of an older title came out in 2018 2019 um I was looking for it at my local retailer I'm just gonna say <laughs> GameStar that's what they're called, the Game Star. <laughs> and um, they didn't have it. They didn't have the copy. But sure enough, I went to my GameStop and they pulled it out of a little drawer and they were like, Dragon Quest Eleven. here you go. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome, you know, because I, I was a little scared. I was like, am I going to be able to get this copy tonight, you know? Um, and am I going to have to like order it online and have to like pay for shipping and pay for tax? Like, and, and there's also like something else to be um, said about GameStop ahead. with the physical people that are in those stores. Like they're like, they're, they're awesome. They know what they're talking about. They play video games. Like just like us, like if I've had so many good experiences, just walking in and be like, Hey dude, like what's up? Like, what do you think about this game? Or what do you think about this game? And, and like that, unfortunately, like that yeah. human interaction like that is probably going to be going away soon just with all the digital downloads and everything. That's just the way, way the world's going, which is kind of, you know, I mean, obviously like we just want to talk about it and we want to have a community, but we're trying to do that all online because of that. Cause it's hard to have that connection and that community um, without, 
you know, because we're all, everybody's so separated. It's hard, it's hard to do it physically, but it's easier to do it online, which is kind of why we're here. And it's, and it's a really unfortunate situation to have to lose GameStop. Like we lost Toys R Us. It's another retailer that like, you know, was pretty cool to have around, you know, just be able to go to like a Toys R Us. And it's the experience really that, you know, they provide for people. Um, and it's just not going to be there. Now, I don't know. GameStop might be able to stick around, especially given all this, you know, newfound. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know if they, if they own very much of their stock. I'm going to assume they don't because somebody was able to buy enough to put themselves on the board of directors. But if they did own that much stock, they could sell it and then the company would have cash to be able to do whatever they wanted to do, which is why companies offer stock is to be able to fund their activities and what they give up in return is freedom, which is why they have like a board of directors. More, more, a little bit, a little bit of finance stuff for you. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like it kind of sucks about Toys R Us and stuff, but important. what's who benefits in that instance is us, the consumer, because we are able to get those at a cheaper price. But what we lose is kind of that experience. That human connection, man. Like you said, just go in and pick someone's brain about a Dragon Quest title. Should I, you know, should I get it? You know, what were your experiences with it? Um, you know, um, recently I saw a PS5 at my GameStop. I could have snagged it. You did? I just didn't want to. What? That's, I'm going to use that to, yeah, I'm just going to use that to segue into first, something I wanted to talk about on I'm that episode. Cut you off first. <laughs> Sorry about that. That is it. But yeah, so I mean, that's why we're here, man. I mean, that's why we're here. <laughs> Cause like, like Brandon said, like you kind of lose that human interaction about being able to like go in and pick someone's brain or about dragon's quest, but that's why we're here. And I can tell you right now, me and Brandon are, we're playing dragon quest 11. It was an elusive age, definitive edition. Oh, yeah. There's an S in there. I don't know where that S goes, but definitive edition S. I think it's on the end. <laughs> <laughs> well we're checking that out and let me tell you brandon bought the game the physical copy and i downloaded the demo and i'm having a blast with it so for that human interaction why you're here um you can download the demo if you have the space on your sd card or hard drive for free and you get like your first 10 hours of gameplay for free and then you have to buy it so if you're just looking to check it out along with us and you're not sure if it's right for you download the demo it's free you can play along with us for free. And then if you want it, like you continue to play with us. So let me get this straight. Yeah, get, get yourself a copy. <laughs> you could have bought a PS5 and you didn't. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, as you guys know, I've been on the hunt for a PS5, you know, since way back. I mean, I, I mentioned it on a few episodes already and um I've kind of gotten to a point where I'm like, you know, I don't want this version of the PS5, the first iteration. I think I'm going to wait for the PS5 Pro and uh, just go for this that? Series what X. The, what if they don't come the out with a Pro for like a couple X. years? That's okay, because I, I got my PS4 and I still can play Zombies, still can play a lot of these titles with my friends, still join parties and talk to my friends on the P5. Um, it's just, um, oh man, PS5, man. I saw it and I was like, my eyes literally gleamed. They were like, what? 
Well, you made somebody else very happy by your decision um, to not buy at, that. At retail price. That's awesome that you could you could have um, got that, man. That's cool. But yeah. Yeah, it was at my local GameStop. And it seems like GameStop did, you know, they're, they're making moves and they're restocking, you know. They're bringing in a lot of PS5s, a lot of these Xbox Series S's, Series um, X. And, um, you know, they're doing their thing, supplying the people with this awesome hardware. Um, and, and yeah, man, I don't, I don't know about the PS5 anymore, but who knows? I'm... I, next episode i might be like hey i have the ps5 in hand and i can play this so we'll see we'll see what's in the cards for us this year um but yeah man that's kind of where i'm at with my ps5 hunt i'm just yeah i, I don't dude i get I don't that man i'm i'm kind of like every every couple of days I, I log on to my computer and i just search ps5 and i like look for it i don't look too hard i just look if i can't like buy it right <laughs> away i'm like eh, well maybe tomorrow um, cause like in the back of my mind, like I'm, like I said, I've been playing my switch exclusively pretty much cause I've been on the road for, um, almost like almost three months now, two and a half months. And I'm, I'm a little bit sick, yeah. I'm a little bit sick of it. <laughs> I want to, I want to play some zombies, dude. I want to play some <laughs> other games that I have. I, like I said, I'm really on a, I'm really on a PlayStation two kick right now. Like in my, in my apartment, I have a place, I have two PlayStation twos. Um, and I'm, I want to play Ratchet and Clank. I want to play, I want to play some Ratchet and Clank. I have some other PS2 games that I want to check out and I really want to, I have some titles that I've been, I kind of alluded this to on another episode previously that I like, if I have a game that I really am enjoying, I'll try and really spread it out. There's some games I just want to beat, dude. I like had them in the back of my mind. I'm like, I want to beat this game as soon as I get back to New York. And so. I've, I've really got a back backlog, back catalog that I'm going to work through. And then I think once, once I work through that, I think I'll be able to buy a PS5. I think it'll be available. You think you would have earned it? You would have earned it. And I definitely think it'll be available by that point. I mean, it's already becoming a lot more available. Um, you know, they're stocking it pretty well. And retailers are, are doing a good job of supplying people. Yeah, there, you can, you some can, scalpers, though. If you want, you can. There's so many that you can buy for over the market price. Which, so also, oh, this yeah. is a this is something that I put on our notes. Um, so you'll probably already know, Brandon, but I couldn't buy a PS5, but I did buy a Sony stock. <laughs> one single sony stock and i kind of thought it would be funny just to have uh just so i could tell you guys about it on the pod uh we recently published our first (laughs) episode the cursed episode i think it was episode 10 in in that we talk about (laughs) sony stock and i basically said don't buy it and i i you know i was like i listened to it i thought it was funny i thought it'd be funny for everybody um, just to kind of, so this way you guys don't have any, any skin in the game and you can just hear about it from me. Um, I bought one single Sony stock and it's down right now. Like, like I said, <laughs> it was going to be, <laughs> I think I had mentioned on the, on the curse episode, you should never buy something that's at an all time high. And I pretty much bought it at an all time high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did. I, <laughs> I saw it. Your own words you know there, Blake. That's funny. I'm just going to buy it. And the reason that I bought it is because it was like trading at like $99 in like some sense. I was like, well, I want to get it before it's under a hundred. <laughs> Cause I was, I mean, that's, it's just for fun. I figured it could yeah, be I mean, like, maybe like a, that's pretty reasonable. You could name it. You want to name it? <laughs> name the stock. <laughs> we can, we can name the stock. Gengar? Let's name it Gengar. Let's name it's it. Gonna, it's going to be a cursed stock. Cursed I don't know if I want that. I have that in my portfolio, Brandon. You can call yeah. your one stock of Sony Gengar if you want. Oh, I, I guess that, that seals oh, it. It's Gengar, man. Gengar. Gengar. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna ask about him and, and follow up. On let's, that note, man, let's, let's, let's talk it, about man. some Pokemon I, because I'm gonna allude to a little bit before before I, we get too much into it, but I have I have beaten it. I don't really want to talk too much about it. I think we should, I mean, we kind of talked about this off the air, but we're going to have um, a, a pretty big Pokemon episode coming out soon. But I'll give you just a little bit right now. Coming your way. Um, specifically on, on the Gengar, dude. So do you know what is exclusive to Pokemon Shield, which you have, is the Gigantamax Gengar. Yeah. Yeah, really? he's, I, I didn't know I'll, he was I'm an exclusive. I'm going to pull this up online just to double check. He's an exclusive to Shield and the Marchomp. Marchomp, his Gigantamax form. Oh, yeah. I'm is sorry, it, dude. Yeah, Machomp. Is it Machomp? Machomp. Yeah. Machomp. Four arms. Mm-hmm. He's got four arms. He's, he's always flexing he's got those gains. his four arms. Um, but yeah, that is it. That is a sword Gigantamax exclusive. G Max. We can just call it G Max because I, I mess it up every time. <laughs> if you, if yeah, you, G Max is a lot more efficient. A G Max Gengar, I'll trade you for one of my. One of my G Max. I have actually. I have, I have two G Max duplicates that I would, that I would trade with you. Uh, let me. I'm have to pull it up. I forgot the name. Which one? Dude, I I um recently pulled out the shield after I heard that little Blakey just won. <laughs> he, he got all his badges, and. He's moving on. So I'm, Are I'm you in the league right now? You already beat the league. To be honest, I I rolled in the credits, so I think that I mean that means I'm the champion of the region. I'm pretty sure that's where the game ends. Okay. Yeah. So you so little Blake he's now a champion. He not only got his badges, he's also the champion of the of the Alolan region. What's Gal- Gal- um, Gal- which Gal- I mean, Gal- I'm also Gal- a champion. Yeah, the Galar region. The Galar. Yeah. Sorry about that's that. The sun and moon. Alolan, that's yeah, I probably wow. It's okay, dude. Living in the past there. Um, but yeah, dude, man, I'm also to, a champion, we're so we're gonna have to look <laughs> it out and see who's really the champ. Oh man, so the, the one the the G Max Pokemon that I I actually have three of them um, is Duraludon. Oh man, that's like a the big city, like. Yeah, he kind of looks like a kind of skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I don't know for whatever reason on my <laughs> sword, I've got so many of him, and I keep seeing him on the map, and I'm like, I don't really want to even bother. So 
I have three of him right now, three G Max of him. And then wow. I also I could have figured this out in a quick wow. Google search, but I didn't, and I bred him. And turns out the G Max does not can't breed that. <laughs> and also the the G Max you cannot evolve them. Yeah, they come in their yeah. They come yes. in their final form. Yes. Except for the that makes a lot the of Charizard um, that you get from completing the game, which Charmander, dude, that dude's dope. Yeah, I so I also Charmander. yeah we get we gotta stop talking about this before we get too far into it. <laughs> but in short, I also I have some <laughs> I have some tips and tricks because I which it's not really tips and tricks. Now that I've done it, I would do it differently. I bought the expansion pack. I bought the the Isle of Amor and the Snowy Tundra. I don't know if that's right. I haven't been there yet. But yeah, I just recently bought it the other day. And we we can talk about it on the next the one that we talk about, just the the Pokemon one. But just like it's a little little teaser for what's to come, I suppose. Definitely, man. I'm excited to hear all about that. And I think I might also get into that so we can really have a dual perspective yeah, on that honestly episode. man we've got a little it. bit more time i want to kind of bring you back to your your hot pursuit man need for speed i feel like we really had so much so much to talk about <laughs> we really kind of glazed over that one so tell me about that game dude. oh yeah it's a, it's a playstation 2 oh, yeah. game break it down for me a little bit what exactly goes on there what do you do we know it's a well-funded police department so man <laughs> oh yeah they got lots of red Lots of bread to pay these officers and put them in these really, really nice cars. <laughs> yeah, you definitely just like, hey, you can drive. You got a license. Get behind the wheel. Catch some bad guys. And racers are bad guys. So I need to point that out. I mean, if you're racing and you're putting other people's Yeah, there's a lot of people that drive past my, my window that you've um, heard in these podcasts. Fuck you to those people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's illegal go go to a track and race cars um because that's safe and not only yeah actually on that note man i actually i've been in a really bad car accident i when i was 16 years old i was a little little speed devil i i crashed and told my car and that was one of the worst experiences i've ever had in my life Ooh. and like obviously the economic impact of that um, was really tough on me and my fam, which sucks that I had to put all of us through that. But um, <laughs> when you're in that moment and you're like, things just happen so fast that you kind of realize, I'm, I mean, I'm sharing this so that hopefully if you were one of these people, you never have to go through this, but you can't do anything because your car weighs like a couple tons and it's going that fast. And like physics tells you that mo- you have that momentum like you just can't do anything and like i am so blessed that i lived through it it. and the person that's in the car with me lived through it and the people that i hit lived through it and thankfully thankfully, i mean obviously it's not fine but that's why i'm trying to say like you i mean like in america like sometimes i mean some things are just fucked and like at a 16 years old sometimes you don't under you don't understand the weight of what it means to have a driver's license and to have a car 
and like what that like the the weight of your decisions sometimes you don't really fully grasp and there are a lot of people that are yeah. much older than us that do not understand that as well <laughs> and those are the kind of people that race and you know like people end up dead and so just like like you have no idea like yeah. it could like if you're like there are so many people on the roads for so many different reasons and like yeah so we all i mean like right. obviously i don't think that we're talking to those kind of people if they're listening here but like if you do know somebody like that just like reach out and be like hey dude no. slow down let's not do that that's not cool yeah that's not you're putting people's lives at risk just let them know i i know i let my friends know whenever i see them bugging out you know some people on instagram on social media will literally like share while they're doing things like that and that's even wilder um but i mean at 16 you probably don't know that an object in motion stays in motion so if you're going 120 miles per hour so are your internal organs and uh, that's really scary yeah don't Um, do it in real life do it in a video game speed hot pursuit man do it in a video game, baby. Do it in the game. It is really fun. You get to try out a plethora of cars. Um, my favorite is the Boxster, the Porsche Boxster. I think it's a Boxster or the Boxster. Um, nice little little slim car, two-seater. <laughs> Man, that thing goes. That thing goes top speed at 200. And it has like no control. Once you're at 200, you if you do the slightest little turn, you're gonna just skid. You know, you really need to drift. You need to learn how to drift in Need for Speed Hot Pursuit because if you're not drifting, yeah, I play. I downloaded a Forza game for free with Games for I Gold, and uh, oh boy, howdy, was I bad at that? <laughs> I'm not good at racing games. I never really <laughs> had them growing up. I don't really. I don't love them. I I just am not the. I mean, like Mario Kart's probably the best I or the. Yeah, me either. I I'm not really one for like, the like actually like. Mm-hmm. Those are really like a big sim. Really like like those are real realistic sims. sims. Those are cool. Yeah, but Hot Pursuit mm-hmm. is a little more arcadey with like you're getting chased by cops for speeding, which will likely happen to you in real life, um, if you are doing those things. And yeah, man, it, I started playing that at PlayStation 2. I was like a young kid. I saw my uncle playing it and I was like, that seems like a really fun game. And sure enough, I loved it. You know, just like that anticipation of like, I'm not going to get caught. I'm just going to keep speeding so that no one stops me. And um, yeah, man, that's that's the whole premise behind the game. You got, you got these races and you want to get to the top as a racer. You want to be the best racer. You want a bounty because the higher bounty that you have, the more that you get, the more rewards you get for winning first place. Um, and yeah, racing. Also, the cops. I didn't think I would I would like being a cop as much. I think I mentioned this in the, the last episode. I'm not sure. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's really fun stopping these bad guys. Getting behind them. You can literally, if you hit people as a cop, you can like hit them like, you, you got to hit them a couple of times, but you can oh, literally wow. hit them and make them stop cool. racing. Um, um, 
you can stop them with spike strips. You can, there's a plethora of methods that the cops employ to stop these guys. And then it's, it's really fun. You have, so you can do that. There are like two different ways you can stop them. It's either like a race where you're timed and you have to get to a location in a specific amount of time. Um, and if you don't get to that location, that specific amount of time, the racer would have already passed the, the point and you wouldn't be able to stop them. Um, but if you get there just in time, you like literally mm -hmm. the animation is like a bunch of cop cars and you, you get there in time, you drift and you stand in like the line of cops so that the oh, racer has to stop. Um, and yeah. And then the other way as a cop, different types of missions is like this racer is just, even if there is that, they're Ooh, not going to stop. Dang. So you got to take them down the hard way. Um, <laughs> And that's that's really fun just having to like literally virtually literally like hit the cars and like getting them to stop. And it's man, it's just a fun, fun little game, man. And honestly, I'm glad I bought it. I think it was 20. I got it on sale on the Nintendo store. I'm not sure if it still is. Um, it was a 33 percent sale. Nice. I got it for like 15 bucks. And I'm I'm so glad I have it because it's like whenever I, I get, you know, a little bored of Breath of the Wild and I'm not feeling it anymore. I'm not feeling, you know, like getting on my shield or, or Dragon Quest. I can get on Need for Speed and just yeah, get a little rush going. I, I'm going to kind of real quick just say my favorite um, racer kind of while we're talking about this is very different from this one, but it's also a PlayStation 2 um, era game, which I'm probably going to play some of when I get when I in front of my PlayStation 2. Dude, I love that we're talking. We're having like a little retro retro game kick right here. I love that. Love that, man. Um, so yeah. unlike unlike Brandon's game, mine is <laughs> – it's very different. It's still a racer, but it's like uh, – it's a, a complete fantasy racer. Um, so have you, do you, have you played any of those Jack and Dexter games? Well, so it's it's in that universe. If you ever played PlayStation Two eras, it's in that um, like that IP. Oh god, like that storyline. It's in the Jack and Dexter, the Jack and Dexter Chronicles. You could say yeah. it's called Jack X Racing, and it's so rad, dude. <laughs> so so basically, everybody <laughs> in this game has like elf ears, and it's like in like a fantasy world. And all the guns have, or all, I'm sorry, all the cars have like these crazy guns on them. And there's like all kinds of races. Oh, it's, wow. Yeah, yeah, really Mad, Mad Max, Max vibes. vibes. It's actually, it's kind of really Mad Max vibes because the whole premise of the game is you in like one of the other games, on one of the other Jack and Dexter games, you do a bunch of missions for this gang lord, this like mob boss. And then basically he has a will and you read it. And, and like they read it spoilers this game came out a while ago but playstation 2 era jack jack x racing spoilers <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> why are you Actually, spoiling I it i They're haven't gonna... finished the game yet so i don't really know how, how could you end, in the beginning <laughs> in the beginning that you're so you're working for or well you have worked for this mob boss in the past he dies you uh go to the reading of his will and basically you do a toast and you drink like a champagne from a champagne bottle kind of thing. And then there's like a hologram and it's like the reading of his will. And he's like, ha ha suckers. Like you've all been poisoned. And his daughter's there and his daughter's like, what? And basically 
like he's like I have some associates that you'll never find out. They have the antidote. You are not going to get this unless you win this race. And he's like, oh, it's always been my dream to win this underground racing circuit. <laughs> so he's like, from so he's, he's like, like he's loving that. He's to like, finally yeah. win and beat Mizza or Mizo. I guess it's like his competing crime boss. Uh, so yeah, totally different vibes. Um, but you're dying. So, but then you also like you fuck people up with your guns in these races. So it's it's chill. <laughs> Dude, I love that dynamic because it's not just like a racing. Yeah, it's like a story like, as well. Things that you gotta do. And it's it's cool, man, because there's like all kinds of weapons, and the most common weapon that you get in the game is like grenade. It's like a grenade launcher, and you. Like every gun is different ammo sizes, which is like adds to the gameplay of it. And you basically the the grenade one that I don't know if it's like you just get it all the time and it sucks. Like it's awful. I can like never kill anybody with this. I'm always like whenever I get it, I just like I don't know. Why is it? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, like it's just weird. They have like homing weird. missiles that like lock on, and there's like machine guns and like it's cool and then they oh, also nice. another aspect of it that's really cool you have like a rear weapon a weapon that you can shoot out your rear so if somebody's behind you you can like drop a mine yeah you can what? yeah it's cool and then okay. yeah, it's cool. so like the the one trigger actually i think the the two big triggers that I, I don't know for sure i haven't played this in a while i think those are both boosts or maybe one's drift one's boost and then it's like one's a gun for the front and one's a gun for the back so it's like very very like intrinsic and like a lot of the ones um, that like you shoot at the back, like you have to pick, like you have to like run over them kind of like in Mario Kart where you like run over a box, you like run over, but like they're different colors and they all mean different things. So it's like the yellows, the weapons, the green gives you health, okay. purple or blue or whatever gives you boost. And then the red gives you your like defense weapon that you can like shoot behind. Dude, you. I love that. Dude, it's honestly super awesome. And I'm really I'm really excited to actually check out some of these PlayStation 2 era games. Jack X Racing. Jack X Racing. Dude, that makes me think about another racing game that I used to play on PlayStation 2. Um, I think probably my first, like, Rockstar game. Um, <laughs> it's okay, I should man. Have been playing Rockstar <laughs> this is what games, it is now. <laughs> I was... I was man, and <laughs> honestly, sometimes man, like those it. kind of games um, are just best. It's when called you're, like too young for it. Yeah, because you kind of don't like yeah, a lot one, of the things. Go sometimes that's head, the best, you know, like the music. Um, and I yeah, it was Midnight Club. That was the name of the game. And whenever I bring it up, like because for some reason this game has like cemented its way into my brain and because it's it's such a good game and i'd love to like play it on on your ps2 man like i don't know we're gonna have to get our hands on the copy of midnight totally club and be. fucking race man because it, it really it really takes me back man um and yeah i would just play with my uncle two remotes we would get in like any car you know really really nice cars um you can like just get in there, play some music, and just drive around, get into races, you know, get into races, run away from cops. Um, <laughs> I'm realizing like a lot of the racing games I like. It's fine, man. Sometimes you just love is, what you love. That's cool. Um, Midnight, I love a James Bond movie, and I Midnight Club. It. I probably shouldn't. It's a little bit trashy, but I still love them. 
It's something about it, man. That, yeah, that makes me think about. I've John only Wick. seen the first one. Like, I, I love, love John it. Wick movies. I haven't seen the second or the third. Do you like them? It was really <laughs> the bad. dude. Yeah, man. I mean, they killed his dog, mm. and they took his sixty-nine Camaro. I love the part where I mean, not to make this about John Wick, but I love the part when like the the Russian mob dude's like, oh, "You just killed this fucking dog." Yeah, that's good fun, dude. <laughs> <laughs> El Boba Yega. Baba Yega. <laughs> Dude, that's a, it was such a like I was watching it, I was re-watching it with my know, girlfriend the other day. And, like she loved it too. It was just she she, she couldn't believe that that was the backstory. I mean, like, that's like, fucked. They just though. killed his like, puppy. And she's like, yeah. He I mean, better like, she was like, he better get them. Bro. All. Honestly, and people that like, hurt animals like fuck those people. That's, that's really, not really joke, bad but... people. Um, yeah. Back to Midnight Back Club. To Midnight Club. <laughs> PlayStation amazing, 2 air game. Amazing, amazing, amazing PlayStation 2 air game. I think they remade it for the PS3. Rockstar, if you're listening to this in any capacity, please bring it back. Please. I'm begging you guys. Um, maybe it's going to be up to me to just get it, go get into Rockstar and just try and get this game out again because i i really believe people need to have another iteration of midnight club it's just so good man um yeah that's not on that jack x racing midnight clubs and ps2 i just want to let you know i looked it up real quick you can buy Uh, the original midnight club playstation 2 game for four dollars and 99 cents online Five dollars for that gem. Thirteen bucks on Amazon. I've been buying like a lot of the things that, like the retro game stuff. I mean, like I know it's bad, but I kind of just like I've been getting them on Amazon because I know I'm gonna get it. You know what I mean? Well, I know that I'm gonna like actually physically receive the copy. Sometimes when like when I go from like like if I go after retro games, like I I don't know. A lot of these websites seem sketches hell to me. No, yeah, and and like if you get the retro game, you open the disc, and then it's like really scratched. Which up is and why stuff. those it's, it's um, like your, your like back to game store, like having them be the mediators for that, or it's like oh, like yeah. So I'm actually awesome. I'm in the hunt. Yeah, another reason. I, mean, they, I don't think another they have, I don't think they really do PlayStation Two games anymore. Um, I think it's. I think it's probably some, like, more the ones feed, that they like, some really so popular ones. They still have an excess <laughs> in their inventory. That's. I mean, that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm. I don't know because I'm. I don't work for them. Who knows? I. I know. I can definitely go to my. I'm really. I'm. I'm on the hunt for games. some. Um, I actually. I'll. We're kind of getting close to time, but I'll kind of just say a couple of retro games I'm kind of looking for right now. I'm keeping my eye out for uh, Pokemon Pinball, which I alluded to in another episode, which I also, I don't think I've talked about this on the pod. I totally, that was the wrong game. I meant to say Pac-Man Pinball. And then, because Pac-Man Pinball was the first video game. Pac-Man Pinball. I remember that game. game. That's the first video game I ever owned. I've been kind of been on the search and the hunt for that. Um, But on the pod, I said Pokemon Pinball which turns out there's like a bunch of Pokemon pinball games. 
And then I also looked on the, the Nintendo Switch store. There's like a whole genre of, of pinball games, bro. I didn't even know. There's like all kinds of free pinball games. They oh. also have like a licensed one that's like um, 20 bucks from Star Wars. There's like a licensed Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, so there's like a whole genre of pinball games on the Nintendo store. And I there's a, like a licensed one from star wars and it's like twenty dollars which i was like i'm not trying to pay twenty dollars for a licensed star wars pinball game but they have like all kinds of different pinball game, faces yeah. i guess is what they're called so different maps quote unquote of like the pinball and like the triggers but really cool man it's a really cool genre i'd love to talk i mean it's just pinball games but on like video games i'd love to maybe like check one or two out at some point that'd be really cool to to check out yeah man i mean i remember playing um pinball games on the ps2 even like that's something that at the time was like pretty hot i'm pretty sure um pinball games will always be like Mm -hmm. you play it and it'll be fun to just about anybody even a hundred years from now humans will i'm sure have the ability to pull up a pinball game and still enjoy it no matter what kind of you know games we have then um it's such a good concept man and yeah. i'm trying to you said there's a star wars one what else did you they see have, in that, honestly like, like, if you want to look like if you just search pinball there's a couple hundred like there are so many and there's like they're ranging in price like 20 to 50 bucks to like anywhere from like two two to three uh, but there's also a lot of free bucks. ones out there and also just something else really quick um, rocket league is free on the nintendo store right now so we should Dude, we gotta get on rocket league like, another reason you're on game a soccer pitch and you just drive cars <laughs> it's so funny as like it's like a thing <laughs> but it's like so much fun dude dude people get professional like there are professional rocket league players um because it's it's really hard to like get your car to elevate i play with my friends all the time on playstation um, we get really competitive. I mean, we talk our oh, smack. Man, we even bet money on it. Don't bet on me. I'll tell you right now, I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun, man. It's like oh, yeah, if you that. watch a so- have you watched a soccer game? Back and forth, man. It's just it's just as intense, man. It's just as intense. It's crazy fun, and we got to get on it on the switch, man. I'd love to like me and you get on some two v twos against some people, and really see how good we are man i mean i'm gonna have to rough you up a bit you gotta learn somehow (laughs) i've definitely played a couple hundred um, hours like in college like that's something that's something that me and my my roommate joe Joe, we would do that a lot yeah he's actually the one that shout out to joe He, he now has a switch and he's like yo dude like yes i guess your account rolls over too i haven't actually tried that out Oh, so really? He, so I can, like, said. my PlayStation... I, I'm account. not for sure on that. Oh, that's awesome. So I have a lot of shit. Yeah, we would come home from the bars or parties, and we would just go drunk 2v2, and <laughs> we... He, he, was better, yeah. he was better than me. Put some work in. <laughs> we, we loved it, man. So I'd, I'd love to play with you on that, man. 
Dude, I'm a horrible goalie. I hope you're a better goalie. I'm I I always do try tacky. to drop back. I feel like I'm. I feel like uh, I prefer to. I feel like I prefer to cherry pick, kind of be defense, and then like if I see like an opportunity, I'll just zoom up and try and knock it in. Yeah. Try to set up the crosses too. Dude, I always. Are really, I, always I feel like that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Cross like have really one person deep. cross the ball over, and the other person just trying to do it, and you do that a couple times, and maybe you'll get one or two. Some people but it's like really like honestly like man. you have to be every goal you have to be so like every time somebody scores a goal you have to be so on because if you're not if like the person that's closest to the ball is not gunning it towards the ball you're just gonna get you're just gonna get scored on and like that happens like if somebody like loses a concentration for like yeah. half a sec or in those three four seconds yeah it's over scoring. You definitely have to like pay attention. You also have to get good at like maneuvering in the air. I know you're driving cars and they're not flying cars, but like yeah, you have to be good at that. Double you jumps, have to be good at that. You know that you can drive on the walls. You can drive on the walls and like hop off. You can get on the roof and drive upside down. That, that is a wild <laughs> game. If you have not uh, seen any this is really cool. any uh, gameplay of that or played it yourself, like I said, it's free on Switch. And, dude, Rocket League is awesome. On a lot of yeah, on a lot of different like platforms, definitely check out Rocket League if you haven't already, and it's totally free. It was a good racing a good racing episode, episode man. We got we got into racing. We got into some stocks. Man, I really we thought were, we were really going to talk about episode, some more about some Dragon Quest and some other stuff, but keep in tune, man. We're gonna save it. We're just gonna talk about it next time. We can save that. <laughs> we can save that. Yeah. Dude, and I have so much shit to do in Dragon Quest, man. Right now, that actually reminds me. I can't wait to get back on it tonight. Um, I'm excited to talk to you. About I have a lot that, of shit man. to I'm do really, in Dragon I'm really Quest. Excited. Do you think you're gonna no, once no. you touch the ten hour? I, I mean, I was gonna say it. I'm I'm feeling really burnt yeah. out with the turn based combat. You know, Fantasy, like, it's a hero's adventure. Which I mean, like I love that. Like that is like my favorite type of shit. But I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit burnt on that right now. And like that's like all I have at the moment. But I'm, in, I am checking out this game called Ashen, which I also got on sale. Yeah. So I, I spoilers, I bought it. And I'm playing through it right now. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you about it um, because it, I actually, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna say nothing more because I have like a really, a really um, I feel like I have a unique take on that. Bye, Felicia. Dude, on that note, <laughs> I don't know why it's been. It's like been in my head. I'm, like I've never even seen that movie, but like <laughs> whatever that is, I've seen the memes. But it's like You've definitely seen the memes. Do you, do you have you seen the movie? Do you know how they say it? How do they say it? I guess that's like bye, Felicia. <laughs> Dude, your face right Sorry, there. I didn't know how he did it. I'd... <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm leaving this oh, in the episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving one of this the top in... things on, on Google is buy Felicia game. What? Do people will make a game out of anything. I love it. It's a game. But like, oh, it's like a board game. $17 on Target. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Sticky Buttons podcast, where the buttons stay sticky and the podcast stays chill. (laughs) 